Welcome to the Web of Tomorrow. We're your hosts, Riley Carasquillo. And I'm Adam Harris. Today, we're talking about CLI and CLI apps and CLI usage and CLI stuff. Yeah. And at this time, you might be asking yourself, what the freak is CLI? I'm actually asking that myself. Do you, I mean... I always just call it command line, and then I know there's a CLI for short, but I'm not actually sure what CLI stands for. Command Command line interface? Command line interface. That's right. Okay. So it's like instead of GUI, graphical user interface, it's command line interface. Command line interface. So it's just text. What does interface mean? It's like what you interact with the computer, like like what you see and how you input stuff, I think. Yeah, so we have this program on our computer that's like command line or um, command prompt on Windows. And actually what that is is it's called like a terminal emulator. And so if you're not familiar, um, way back in the day you had like this typewriter looking thing that I actually like printed out on paper and you would like type a command and it would send it off to a server big mainframe computer or whatever and then it would send back the result and it would like pr- print it out on the paper anyway so that's like that's an actual terminal yeah and what we have today these programs that are on a computer they're terminal emulators kind of like a nintendo emulator you might put in a computer it pretends to be a nintendo yeah this is a terminal emulator it pretends to be one of those things so mm. you can type in a command and then see a result interesting so what sort of, uh, like, how are you using command line? Because honestly, I don't really use command line in my day-to-day life anymore or even that much before. I guess I would only really use it for Git and making files, saving things, you know, that sort of stuff, which we've already kind of gone into in other yeah. conversations. Now we're getting command line specific. So what do you, what do you use command line for in your day job? So in episode six on Git and GitHub, we talked about how you get in the command line a little bit for that. And in our episode eight on Grunt, Yeoman, and Bauer, we talked about how you get into the command line a little bit to use Grunt, Yeoman, and Bauer. But I mean, I use it for all sorts of things. Um, even uh, instead of uh, Grunt now, I'm using NPM and Webpack. I also... We've mentioned when we're talking about text editors that I use uh, Vim in the command line. But yeah. even if you don't use Vim, there's tons and tons of like really cool things you can do in the command line. I've got a um, I've got so, a re- go ahead. Sorry. So right off the bat, command line basically is a your most direct way of communicating with the computer, right? Yeah. And it's got a lot of like built-in commands that you can do cool stuff. So, for instance, cat is a built-in program on the command line where it'll um, print out the contents of a file. Cool. What are some other ones like that? Uh, another one that's sort of similar to cat is called less. And it uh, it's less is actually a pager. And so it kind of opens up an interactive session and it prints out the results of a file, but it tells you like how many lines are in the file and it, it has some interactive commands that let you scroll up and down the page and then you can hit Q to exit out of so it. So what is a pager? I guess we should probably, whenever we use lingo like that, we're assuming that it just 
readily comes to the mind, but maybe not everyone knows what that means. It's basically, it just lets you look at a file and scroll around in it. I think it's called less because I think there was another one that was called more. Yeah, there's another one called more. And so I think like the saying for less is less is more. So what, what is the benefit of getting into a file like that rather than just going to the file and opening it up? So it can be quicker if you're already in the command line. And then another cool thing is that you've got all these different commands that can work together. So you've got a pipe command, which takes the output of one command as the input to the next. And so, for instance, you could do um, cat in the name of a file. So typically cat in the name of a file, which just output the, the constants of that file. But if you pipe that into this command called grep, then you can do a search, and it will only output the lines in the file that meet a certain search criteria. So that can be a really quick way to do a, a search. And you can search things that you wouldn't normally be able to search. Like So for instance, like I said, searching a file, you can do that in a text editor. But if you wanted to search, for instance, um, the contents of a directory, you could use the ls command. And that outputs everything in a directory, right? And then you can pipe that into grep, and then you can search for um, certain files that have something in the name. It's funny because when you're first introduced to the command line, it can seem really daunting until you know exactly what it is that you want or that you're looking for. When you know what you want and what you're looking for, it almost feels and becomes easier than doing that thing in the, uh, in the computer interface, so in the operating system. That is that's given to you, if that makes sense. I mean, because it's all part of the operating system. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's it's funny because ls to me when I'm looking for specific files is a lot faster than me trying to go in and search for them. Although we on Mac they do have command space and you can kind of just search your file. Yeah, spotlight. Yeah, but but it's nice when. Um, when you're doing other command line things. So if you're just looking for a file and you just want to f- open it up and you just want to like save it, then it's probably tedious and you, it's not super useful. But when it, in conjunction with a lot of other things that you need to do, it makes those actions really fast. So another thing I want to talk about is Z shell. Okay. So what is Z shell? Yeah. And that's kind of hard to explain, but it's basically a shell. <laughs> Great. There's uh, many different types of shells, and that's basically just the command interpreter for your terminal emulator. So by default, the command interpreter or shell that comes with uh, Mac or Linux, I think, I'm not sure about Linux, but for on Mac, the default is bash. Mm, okay. And it's just real simple, really robust. It, ha- it can do everything you need to do. But um, a lot of developers like to upgrade to Z shell, and it just gives you extra abilities on the command line. What sort of extra abilities? Like um, you can have cool command prompts, you know, like I think like the default command prompt is like your username followed by a dollar sign or something. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. You can install all these different themes that have different colors and display different things in the prompts like um, maybe instead of your username, because you, you know your username already, you don't need to see that. They can show like the current directory and then like what branch you're on and get, and then whether or not, mm, okay. whether or not it's, um, 
whether or not there's any changes in that branch. And then another cool thing you can do is it can put a command prompt on the left and on the right side. So it sounds almost like if you're a gamer, you know, it's like a mod yeah. for your command line. It's something that kind of lies on top of the, uh, the machine that's already there, so Linux machine. But it changes certain things, so it, it makes your capabilities a little bit more robust and a little bit more customizable. Yeah, and actually I lied. You're going to want to look for oh my Z shell. And that's oh my zsh actually is the way you'd search it. That's the one that gives you all the themes and stuff. Oh, okay. But um, so there's a lot of different types of or different like additions to the Z shell. Yeah, oh my Z shell okay. is like a a package of configurations for Z shell. And then another cool thing Z shell does is like really smart auto completion. You know, like when you're typing something out, you can hit tab. Mm, yeah. That's super important. Yeah. That's really nice because, again, that kind of speaks to if you know what you're doing, what you want, and what you're looking for, like when you can put that all in conjunction with something like this, it makes it really, really fast. And this is where programmers can seem like wizards because they're like typing all these things, but they're not actually typing all these things. Yeah. Like if you didn't know and you're just looking at a programmer with no previous knowledge, you think, holy cow, they can just like bust out text. <laughs> yeah. Know? And this is where like um, sitting down with another developer, you can really pick up on some cool tips and tricks that you would never learn just developing on your own. You can just sit down with someone else for five minutes and see how they how they do something and then say, whoa, how'd you do that? And then they'll explain, oh, it's this or this. I, I really recommend that just sitting down with someone seeing like seeing what they do. That's how I found about Z shell is someone that someone was sitting down with me and they were like, Hey, you should install it on my Z shell. So are there any other cool apps like this that don't necessarily immediately affect your web development, but would ultimately help your web development? Yeah, actually. So I've got, there's this thing on GitHub called awesome lists and I've made one called Awesome CLI Apps, and we'll have a link in the show notes. And it's just full of like tons and tons of like actual programs that you can run in the command line. So, for instance, like you can control Google Calendar or Twitter or Evernote or email like right in the command line. Oh, that's really interesting. So you can almost keep it like that'd be intriguing and attractive in that. Uh, you don't have to get out of your, your system. You have it all in one place. Yeah, and there's like one that you can control iTunes from or one that you can play uh, Pandora from. Cool. Yeah, so the the uh, Pandora one is called Piano Bar. and uh, it, Oh, yeah, you mentioned this before yeah, to me. Yeah, and it play, actually plays without ads. Nice. Yeah. That's a Didn't nice... you say that's, you built an app around Piano Bar? Yeah. Isn't that what you mentioned before? Yeah, when we were talking about Firebase, I had an app that would like show on my website what song I'm listening to. So yeah, it sounds like uh, Command Line is a really great way to kind of bring all of your favorite tools, whether they be web development focused or web development supportive, <laughs> as far as you know, maybe even just music so that you can get through your code and hunker down. Um, it seems like you can just bring all that stuff together yeah. in the command line, actually, which is probably not something that's just readily obvious to a lot of people. I mean, probably eventually it becomes that way, but not just from the beginning that, uh, that your command line is kind of a multi-use tool. Yeah. And it seems like, it seems like it's something that's getting more and more popular because as I maintain this list of command line apps, I just see more and more being developed every day. So it's really cool. 
That's awesome. And then you were saying that there's this, uh, the art of command line, right? Yeah. What is this GitHub repo? Yeah, it's uh, jlevy slash the art of command line. And it's just a resource for how to learn basic command line stuff. And then it gets into um, some specific examples and then some more advanced stuff. Yeah, this is super cool. I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that we always want to emphasize is the resources on the web that you can make use of so that you don't necessarily have to go to school or any of that stuff. Um, So if you're really good at studying on your own, here's another resource. So that's jlevy slash the dash art dash of dash command dash line. (laughs) If you're just throwing it into the, um, the, what is this, search bar? Dang it. Address bar, freak. Yep. And then another really good one is Awesome Shell. It sounds like it's a lot about customization and bringing all of your favorite tools or resources, whatever, into command line. And as you search for what you like, it's kind of the same thing as like a plugin on your browser. I would like to mention three specifically that deal with web development. Okay. So there's one called Page Res CLI by Sindre Sorhas. And what it does is you give it a, a website and then you give it some different resolutions, as many as you want, and then just automatically take screenshots of that website at those resolutions and saves them to your computer. Cool. What's the what's the next one? The next one is Is Up CLI, again by Sindre Sorhas. So Is Up CLI, you just give it a website. And it tells you whether or not it's up or down. Nice. And then what's your next one? The last one is Can I Use Dash CMD by S. Gentle. So have you ever used the Can I Use website? I haven't, no. It's like super useful because you can just search for any feature of HTML, CSS, or JavaScript. And um, it, it will tell you what versions of what browsers support that feature. So this is just Can I Use Website in the command line. You can say, like, can I use WebSockets? And it will tell you which versions of IE, Firefox, Chrome, Safari, whatever support it. So there you go. You've got three awesome command line tools to go explore, play with, get at it. Thanks for listening, guys. If you liked it, please leave us a review in iTunes. Tweet at us on uh, Twitter at Web of Tomorrow FM. Follow us on there. That'd be awesome. We'd appreciate it. And we will see you next time. Next time on The Web of Tomorrow, our bros from the gym will show us how to use coding to get big, big gains. Nice.